Welcome to the Merchant Princelings podcast. You just say when, Giles. I'm ready to go. I've already started. Um, welcome Fuck's back. Sake. Welcome to episode 64, attempt three of the Merchant Princelings podcast. Come on. <laughs> Someone long, say 64 eight. of her fucking name. Long may she reign. her name, long may she reign. Fuck's sake. I'll be your host this evening, Tom Sargent, alongside my co-host, Giles King. Say hello, Giles. Master of fucking up technology. Hello. Correct. Correct. And Will Henry. Hello, one. Hello, all. This is... Epi- <laughs> if, you, if you can denote, listener, theoretical listener, slash my mum, listening to this, a low energy, it is because this is attempt three of trying to talk to you about fucking Horace Heresy. And considering that this only goes out to maybe 800 people, 100 of which we probably speak to on group chats, another 100 we probably speak to on Instagram and Facebook communications somehow or through word of mouth. So for 600 strangers who listen to this who are vaguely interested in the fact that I'm touching up some assault marines, Giles has fucked up some Dark Angels doors, Will's got the hump and isn't buying Games Workshop anymore. This This is a lot of effort. A lot of a lot of yes. time and energy and effort has gone into telling you this. So yes. we're going to sum up some stuff. We're going to sum up some stuff. The Sentinels come out. Two two of us think it's meh. One of us thinks it's okay. The new the new campaign book that's coming out. We're all excited for it. Will's not excited for Shattered Legions. We're all excited for the campaign. I'm, I'm excited, excited for Shattered Legions. Stuff in it. Oh, I'm, I'm excited oh, for okay. Shattered Legions. Giles is yeah, very excited. Yeah, yeah. Giles is very excited about Little Horus. We are. All very concerned about ending the death part three, and we are all yeah. working on hobby. Will is working on some uh, a Moritat. Giles is working yep. on some Sea Guard. I'm working on Blood Angels, and we're now going to talk to you about an event we went to l- Sunday, Sunday in Portsmouth, run by Will Wilkie and Ollie Mew. This is going to be the meat of. Well, it was going to be the meat of the episode. The, the sort of the connotation of that being that there would be potatoes, which would be like our usual, like, <laughs> you know, we'll do some Sasquatch quotes and then some fucking Anchorman quotes and then some fucking Napoleon Dynamite. Talk about what we've been up to. We'll call out Heresy Hammer for being twats. We'll call out Lost Legions for being fucking lost. Lost. Um, you know, and, and, all these, and all these other things. We'll call Jack a nonce. We'll call Woodley Chudley. All these other things that we'll do for like an hour, go for a break and then talk about the event. Well, it's not fucking happening. You're having my rant now and we're going to talk about the event. And if you don't, if you don't fucking like it, I'd literally like your mum. don't care. Just suck your mum. pipe. Yeah. Will. Will. Send it. How much faith do you have that Giles' laptop is recording as we speak? Have faith in the Omnissiah. Giles, tell me it's recording. Tell us all. Live, boys. Oh, oh, I mean, we're yes. literally not live, but it is recording. No, we're not live. Marvellous. Right, it's recording. It's recording. Right. And the bots Let's in the room. Let's talk to you. Yeah, that's the key thing, right? Because that cunt was in a different channel last week, um, which I didn't notice because I was too busy talking about. So we've lost a whole Old World episode as well. Oh, my God. We've lost about two hours of content life. in the last 
eight days. You know what we always say? You know what we always say, boys? This is the vicious cycle, right? You know what we always say? We're never going to monetize this podcast because we're so crap that the product we put out, we don't want people to feel like they've had to pay money for because it is a crap product because it's just us in our spare time putting out a hobby podcast that is our hobby. Yeah? What we should do is monetize the podcasts to, to make some money so that we can record it properly. That's what we get, that, if we were sensible... Imagine if we could hire a producer just to do all this shit for us. Oh, my God. Just oh, the dream Mullins in would be producer and butlers. We'd yep. each have a butler. Yeah. Just keep yep. us lubricated and loose in each butler. episode. We'd have, to call him, we'd have to call him the butler. Because, yeah. You know. Absolutely. Because, yeah. We talk about this fucking thing, this episode before technology rebels, and you know Keanu Reeves has to come in and save us. Yes, do it. Right. The event was a two-game. Um, there was some narrative in the event pack, but that's about the last we saw of it. Um, event down in Portsmouth, run by Will Wilkie, who is an awesome guy. Um, I think this is his first heresy event that he's ran i think um, i believe so well, I think, one yeah, of the previous yeah. ones part of the um, reason and... for running the event was to force him to paint his army <laughs> oh, I really? like, that's, that's fucking commitment yeah yeah that's cool i respect that and then um obviously Ollie Mew, girl, yeah. who, who has been to you know many events and um, has probably run some, you know, some things in the in the background before as well. So, um, run by those two. The idea being, it was challenge based. So, pre event, you could lay the challenge down because it was basically just Will inviting a bunch of either locals or his mates, so that he knew that he had a good crowd and that he knew the challenges would be good. Um, and people got challenged up front. 3K, two games in a British Legion in Portsmouth on a Sunday. Siege of Cthonia. It was five turns. Siege of Cthonia. Lovely. Five turns. It was pretty sick, boys. It was confirmed. It was a pretty sick pretty event. Good. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, I enjoyed my day. Um, rather than do the whole, like, this, is, this was our travel arrangements and everything else before, again, before technology killed us, why don't we talk a little bit about lists if you want to will you know i know you said before you're not that bothered but we you know we can talk about your list we could talk about giles's list talk about blood angels and then talk about the games a little bit how's everyone think that's think that's a great idea yeah send it do it let's go first I i'll run this well oh giles go yeah oh sweet sweet yeah. I was electing so this, was go, my, go, go. this was my fourth and fifth game running the raven guard so I'd previously played two games at Ollie's on on a Friday and a lovely game the day before uh, with the marvellous Stevie T. So this was f- number four and five. Uh, restrictions was no named, uh, sorry, no Primarchs um, mm-hmm. or such level characters. So you can't take Archdemons mm-hmm. or yada yada. Um, but you could take named characters. I did not. I just went vanilla baby. So I had a Praetor with a uh, Raven Guard jump pack, Thunder Hammer, and a Lightning Claw for the extra attack. Mm-hmm. Bash. Uh, Herald with jump pack and Raven's Talons. Chaplain with jump pack and Raven's Talons. Two two despoiler squads with some uh, with some upgrades. A couple of power mauls. Vexilla. Uh, both with apothecaries. Two recon teams. Um, 
with snipers and improvisers and all that bullshit. Uh, two contemptors with dual melter um, and helicals. Uh, a tech marine with ten las cannons. Uh, oh, grow up! Twenty dark furies with apothecaries. Oh, that was pretty tasty. <laughs> and then I had an allied detachment of Space Wolves um, running the Recon Company. So I had a Delegatus with a Thunderhammer and Jump Pack. And then it was six Recon Marines with just chainsaws, bolt pistols, and melter bombs. It's quite a tasty little list. It was actually... It's the first time I've properly ran this list. So I ran a similar version against Steve on Saturday. But that was a proper training battlefield simulator. So... I refined it a little bit for the for the actual event, and when I initially put it down because it's it's like it's it's like eighty infantry and like two dreads, it's like seventy infantry and like two dreads or whatever it is. It doesn't look like a lot, but it performed admirably um, with the reconnaissance with the decap strike uh, right of war for the Raven Guard, um, which is on the precipice of being pipe level headhunter leviathan after just five games and combining that with the recon company and with the warlord trait of the hidden hand so you get reroll reserves it's pretty fucking tasty um and it and it did and it did quite well i played very very i played two marvelous games one against the lovely will will wiki and his iron hands and then an also a lovelier loveliest game against magnificent neil and his demons from attrition gaming Mm. juicy it was cool Tom, G Dog, run that. Go, Tom. Go, go, go. All right, I'll go. Um, Yeah, I'll go. So, this was going to be my first solo polo event with the Blood Angels, I think. Um, Obviously, I ran them at Burgess Hill, and they were part of an Allied detachment with with, um, Ollie, or Allied List, even. With Ollie, so this was the first time running them as sort of myself, I think. I might be wrong on that. Obviously, I've played games with them on their own, you know, at Tooth and Claw and things like that, but first event I've attended where I was running them by myself. So um, really keen to see how they did. And um, the list I took um, had to take some changes because if you're a fan of the show, you may remember that at Tooth and Claw, we realised my list was completely illegal because uh, I didn't have a single... Um, Master of the Legion. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Well, proudly, proudly running Day of Revelation. Um, but you know, can't do that because that's cheating. <laughs> Had to change that's that. Not how so the rules work? That's not how. That's not how the rules work. So thanks to the FAQ, they made Zephon very attractive. So I took Dominion Zephon with fifteen assault marines and an apothecary. Then I took a... What the fuck was that? That's Syria as we're watching porn again. Watch yeah, it out, boys. Get, Will's watching, getting it ready for tonight. Will's watching <laughs> young and old lesbian porn and the, the young Yay. lady has just said, gran, gran. Um, right, cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on anyway. Um, it's nice to know what Will... Will's either asleep or mashing it. Never, you know. Just mashing Never it. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Just quite nice, actually. Um, the, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to have an apple grumble in a minute. You know, 
Every cunt saying that now is doing my fucking sweet. Like, gun him. Yeah, right. Good, well, oh, good. God, yeah, you can't yeah. be a trendsetter right. then complain that you've set a trend. Um, Let me call so you a librarian Tom. in 10. Fuck off, ambulances. I'll cook you up a bunch <laughs> of frownies. Um, <laughs> fucking librarian in a fucking 10 man tactical squad in a land raider. Spoiler squad. Which was part what of a heavy support slot. It was a tactical squad with chain bays. Oh, um, baby. Yeah, that was in a heavy support slot land raider with another land raider with another 10 dudes in it. Then I had a chaplain with five dawnbreakers, chaplain with jump pack with five dawnbreakers, which satisfies the, he was my warlord and he had the warlord trait, which gives you fear one. And then every time you win a combat, it stacks up to be like fear two, fear three, fear four, capping at fear four, um, which yeah. I always forget. Cause I think against Harry, he won two combats against um, Ashley in game two. I think he won three combats. So he would have been at like fear four, but I you know, forget all the time. Um, then I had, so two land raiders in the heavy support slot. I had two Derrideos in a, in a um, squadron, whatever, Talon, whatever you call them. One with plasma with an Aeolus missile launcher. One with Anvilus autocannon, which is shit with an Aeolus <laughs> missile launcher. Um, had a Leviathan dreadnought with double storm cannons, which was okay. Then I had okay? Cerberus. Yeah, we'll talk about more being only okay, but yeah, Cerberus, which was awesome. Um, what the fuck else did I have? That's it, isn't it? Lovely. Oh, five-man recon team with Melter Bombs. Perfect. And, and the Dawnbringers. Yeah, so the Dawnbringers were with them. the Chaplain. So, yeah, running, yeah. running Day of Revelations, where my Deep Strike Assault is Chaplain with five Dawnbreakers, and then Zephon with 15 Assault Marines plus Apothecary. And then on the table, you're fielding two Derrideos, a Leviathan, and two Land Raiders. You've so, got the, the Incandius in there? No, didn't, you could only bring three Dreadnoughts to this event. Oh, okay. No, I, didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't bring the Incandius. He was in the case, but I didn't bring the Incandius. Um, which I was going to bring the Incandius because I forgot about the... the points thing but obviously didn't have the points um so dropped in for the um ambulance because i just painted it so i wanted to use it and i'm glad i used it at a friendly two game event and not packed him for a four game event because that is trash and he's seen the last of the table already (laughs) so um how uh how secured are the weapons can we get some magnets in there fully oh they're magnetized oh i got fine yeah, man. Everything's magnetized. It's all good. We can rip um, them off and bosh some plasma on the second one, yeah? Bosh the plasma on. I think probably, yeah, because the, the plasma's really good. Um, and then hopefully at some point the plastic upgrade kit will come out for Laz Cannon and the Volkite Falconet, or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. And um, we can try both of those out. But the, the plasma is so good. Um, mm. And the Anvilus also cannon was so shit. Um, yes. Yeah, so, always struggle against. We'll, we'll talk about that. Isn't it? Everything's going to struggle against. Oh, say that again. You struggle against the plasma one or with the plasma one? Against because it's because it's tasty. Yeah, it's just really good. Yeah. Um, it was less good, obviously, trying to fight Harry's planes. 
Um, yes. I thought the auto cannon would have done more against that, but it didn't. But, um, you know, hey, how we move. Giles, your list? My list. A mech and dark angels combination. So a special mix grill. Um, we had Archmagos, the, the usual Archmagos, grill. all the toys. Um, we had two units of Thalax. We had six or seven Myrmidon Secutors. We had a unit of seven Myrmidon Destructors with Volkites and a unit of Myrmidon Destructors with Conversion Beamers and a Magos Ominous with a Conversion Beamer because if you don't mm. put... He's the only way to get an Augury Scanner and if you don't have an Augury Scanner in a unit of Conversion Beamers, you're always night fighting and they can never see anything. And I had a Thanatar Calyx and to babysit him, I had a Magos Auxilia with some servitors with Laslocks. Um, and then, so that was the Dirty Donna component of this mixed grill. The delicious, enticing chicken sheesh was five Cenobium in a Land Raider with extra Laz cannon, mm. an extra portion of Laz, mm. accompanied by a Biomancy Librarian. And they were also accompanied by a 10-man tax squad on foot and a 10-man inducti squad also on foot. But because they're Dark Angels, they come with Volkite Chargers for free. That's the list. Perfect. 1,000 points. Very tasty. That's a sick list. Yeah, yeah that's, fucking um, the, that's the best of the three, hands down. There's still, there's still like a healthy portion of Merms there, don't get me wrong. Um, and they remain by far the most ridiculous unit in the list. But the uh, the Snobium did do a few good things and also did some good things in the game I had on Tuesday of this week. So it seems as though they're oh, a proper 33% of the time they work every time type of thing. Actually, it's more than that, isn't it? Because be, you've got to roll those delicious fives and sixes that basically don't do anything. Um, so what is the chance of rolling a five and a six? Uh, that would be 33%. But then the ones don't matter. So we need to add somewhere uh, 16% needs to come off. So it's what, like 40% of getting a breach? Getting Breaching murder strike? I don't know. Something fucking like that. Yeah. Mass, not a strong point. Um, so yeah, whatever percentage that is, work every time. Mm. Um, so game one, didn't roll any fives and the sixes. They got gangbanged by nine demon brutes. <laughs> So that was quite funny. There's an amusing oh, yeah. picture of that on my Instagram page. This is against Neil and his stunning demons. Um, that was it was it was a good fun game actually. First time I've played Neil. Really enjoyable. Demons absolutely well, dicked me. Go straight me. into so, it. Go straight into it. Talk to me. Straight into it. Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, straight into it. So started turn one, and Ollie was like, "Why are you shooting the little flying ones?" And I was like, "Because they're an elite's choice," and that gets me two whole victory points and I'm about to surrender board control to the entire board so I don't get whomped um, so I pulled up those delicious two VP um, I managed to keep it close on VP Neil only one by one but um, I also very nearly got tabled or might have even been tabled I tabled it was bad news bad news bears got fucking smashed uh, but it was it was a wonderful experience um all went terribly wrong where I thought to myself, 
he's going to gangbang the secular squad and they'll hold them up for a turn. And then out of nowhere, the mm. demon brutes charged all of my Volkite merms I'd already used all my reactions. And I was like, I didn't see that coming. I'm going to get fucked. Um, <laughs> so they got immediately ah. banged and fled off the table. Uh, but you know what? I bloody loved it. Great way to spend a Sunday morning. And I look forward to a rematch. So that was game one. Do I go to game two for a speedy rundown? No, let's do everyone else's game one. Okie dokie. Please. Uh, let's After let's you. do that. Um, so for game one, I played the wonderful Harry Harewood. Oh. The man, the myth, the legend. So the he was... Yes. yes he was um, in a very good mood, which is awesome. Me and Harry have ha- had some very fun games over the years. Um, so I always look forward to, to playing Harry. But um, obviously, because we're all caught up in the hype, me and Harry basically just wanted to talk about the old world. And playing <laughs> Heresy was a very, very distant second on our list of priorities. So we deployed and it was memes and turn one, and it was memes, but in the end, um, no amount of fantasy talk could sway us from the bloodbath that ended up being our final turns. So, Harry had brought a fun list in that he'd brought Solar Auxilia, which is always fun, but he had brought Penal Colony, which meant they've all got Feel No Pain or some shit, um, and he'd brought planes. So you never see flyers in 2.0. Um, Don't. And you, you rarely eat marauder bomber. <laughs> Very rare The big bastard, right? So Harry had bought this mega plane, which was just freaking awesome. And said to me, look, this is going to be crap, but we'll, we'll have a go and see what it does. And essentially, it was. It was awful. It was an awful, awful plane. Um, all three planes would come in. I would intercept them with something if I could, but more often than not, I couldn't intercept with anything because Harry had sort of deployed them quite well um, and kept them, you know, measured their range quite well. Um, but it didn't matter because they'd all drop all their bombs and then nothing would happen. I would lose no models, and then he would be like, well, that's their load spunked. That's them done. And uh, I didn't have to worry about them anymore, which was awesome. Um, Mental, wasn't it? Yeah, they were just terrible. So um, the mission that we were playing was, I forget the name of it, but it's basically um, there are six mi- there are six objectives. You score them, and then... When you want to, in turn two, you can bin off one of the objectives, like burn it, and then from turn you can on score three, one and burn it. Binned, yeah, yeah. You can score two from turn three and four um, onwards. So sudden, basically, what happened sudden is in, yeah. sudden strike. So in turn two, me and Harry both score, um, burned one objective, and then in turn three, we both burned two objectives each. So that meant we were three three none of us had scored any of the objectives on turn one. So we sort of were like, oh, we've not really been playing the game because we've been so busy talking about fantasy and having a catch-up and stuff, but how do we actually win this game? So it was a draw. 
We had no more objectives. We'd burnt them all. We couldn't do like first strike or first blood or whatever it was called. Um, the only thing that we could do was the attritional sort of ones, whatever they were called, and slay the warlord. So suddenly the whole game became chase the warlords, um, <laughs> which, which suddenly ended up being very stressful. Um, me and Harry were both then committed to the fact that my, my warlord is my chaplain. Um, he is very fighty in the Dawnbreakers. Harry's warlord was this like mook man. Um, but was very defensive in this unit of solar. And one of them had to die. So we decided that there would, there would only be, there could only be one. So we were going to have combats and see what we could do. Harry was trying to desperately to try and shoot me before I got into combat. He was desperately trying to, to pull shenanigans out of his ass to make um, his man not die. But alas, in the end, it was I who managed to catch his character. Um, chopped his head off. That was pretty easy. The, for once, the Charonite, he used the battle cattle as Charonite Ogrins. Um, oh, which were fabled battle cattle, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were, the Charonite Ogrins were not as scary as battle cattle used to be in 1.0, as, as actual Ogrins. Um, I really didn't feel like it. Yeah, I really didn't feel like I had to worry too much about these Ogrins. They were a bit of a pain in the balls, but mm, they were okay. So the the big squad went down quite quickly. My assault marines got whittled down pretty quickly. Um, In the end, I had to jump the chaplain, which was my warlord, from a unit of two remaining Dawnbreakers into the unit of like six or seven assault marines left with Zephon. Harry then managed to get a, a shot off with the unit of three Laz Rapiers, which decimated that squad. And basically the assault Marines were just fucking ablative wounds at that point because everything got murdered, um, which was pretty shocking. But then I managed to double bang him by charging the Dawnbreak, Dawnbreakers in, Zephon in, and the chaplain and the assault Marines whip his squad up and then finally managed to snip his head off. By this point, both me and Harry were pretty like invested into the game, fantasy forgotten, balls deep, like, you know, this this suddenly all of a sudden matters. Um in 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 the good, you know, in the good spirited fun, I hope, of playing war games. Um then right at the end when I knew I'd killed him, Harry decided to tell me that this geezer has got a fucking three up feel no pain or five up feel no pain or six up feel no pain or some shit. He'd not taken for any of the wounds that I'd inflicted and he was going to roll it all right at the end. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> what the fuck? But, luck- but yeah, but luckily he failed enough of them for the guy to still die, which uh, is just beautiful justice. So the it's guy died. Um, we worked out in the end that I still would have won on, um, based on attrition and stuff. That's my um, standing. Because apart from... Yeah, whichever that one was, because I'd lost my Leviathan pretty early doors. Oh, I need to talk about the, Levi- the Leviathan, but I'd lost my Leviathan pretty early doors, but that was the only unit I lost all game. Wow. Um, Decent. It, everything else was 
surviving because Harry's tanks looked really scary early doors, but once you banged out the vanquishers, um, which I did, I charged my assault squad into them and just crack grenaded them to death. And once you've done that, the rest of it is just a piece of piss. Um, you know, the Auroxes and the Carnodons die pretty quickly. So, it, you know, the, the list kind of crumbles when you lose those vanquishers, which is a shame for Harry, um, but was obviously pretty good for me. Um, the Leviathan, which, when I lined it up, was just straight looking at a unit of three Carnodons, a Basilisk, and a couple of Auroxes. And he really struggled to get through the frickin' Carnodons. And I thought, Carnodons, at least, I should be able to chew through pretty quickly. But no, no, no. Um, had to be a fucking ordeal, as these things always are. And then, in the end, um, Harry's um, like onslaught of all the planes. I think when all the planes came in turn two, or whichever turn they came in, um, they all shot the Leviathan took it down to its last wound. Um, Harry then shot with his Laz rapiers at it, tried to do that last wound, and failed. Really? So the Leviathan got another turn. Yeah. The Leviathan got another turn off of shooting. Um, In that that last turn of shooting, managed to do the last Carnodon, um, which was pretty sexy, and then... Um, the Laz Rapiers or a plane or something. In fact, I think it might have been even something as cheeky as like the assault cannon on the back of a plane or something. Um, finally did the Leviathan in. Um, so he was the only thing to die, but he did have to weather, he did weather like half of, half of Harry's shooting. You know? So can't argue with that too much. But I didn't think the gun, the storm cannon was as, didn't perform as well as I wanted it to. Um, I thought it could chew through Carnodons pretty quickly, and it didn't, mm. which was really annoying. You'd have expected it to. It should have done. Yeah, yeah, I and I did. I did expect it to, yeah, but it didn't. It was really annoying. Um, but, you know, he needs... That was his first game, so he needs a couple more runouts yet before we get anywhere yeah. near judging it. Even so. if I say so as a close heresy friend, Tom, it's fucking sexy. Mm. Gold yeah, on oh. the the front of it's come out a real bloody treat, real treat. Thanks, man. That I mean, as you know, like I think I even said it on the podcast, like the the effort to to mask to like to to airbrush all that gold first, and then. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I thought you were shit. absolutely insane doing that, but it it's it's bloody works. It's bloody works. Thanks, man. Yeah, he's only gone and done it. It does look pretty good. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, pretty happy with the whole army in general, to be fair. He says as he's like detailing his assault marines, but you know, I am pretty happy with it. Um, good. Will, your um, game one? Mm, yeah, so my lovely game one was against Will Wiki with his iron hands. He, he was running traitor iron hands. Quite, well, as you can all imagine, very close to my heart. And the last event I'd been to prior to this, I'd actually ran Traitor Iron Hands, I think it was. So all the little tips and tricks that we've kind of talked about and I know about came in quite handy. Um, the way the list plays and the way that I kind of built it is it kind of wants to go first and it wants to be dark. And because Chthonia is uses strategic advantage, 
mm. as the only way to get night fighting. That's the main reason why I've got the recon company. Um, and I haven't got a lot of shooting because I've got about a thousand points in combat. Um, and the rest, no, probably about, yeah, probably about half the army in combat, maybe even more. And then the rest in shooting, which is a bit different to I play with the Iron Hands. I prefer to have more shooting, but less combat, but much more reliable combat in like a big block of Immortals or Terminators or or something like that. So it's really interesting to play. Um, And the Recon Company in both games, actually, uh, on the re-rolls gave me first turn. And in neither games I was seized on, which was pretty cool. So um, it was very different to how I've played with the Iron Hands previously. It wasn't just an inexorable wall of tough dudes that just march forward and get shit done. It was a lot more precision play. And I think it was in that sense, very rewarding. It was quite enjoyable when it all, when everything went the way that I kind of planned it to to go, it was really, really good. Um, It's rife with variables that classically I don't really play with. Um, uh, so like having a having an outflank uh, is it an outflank? What's it called now? A flanking assault and a deep strike assault are both very risky things. You can get disordered. You can get um, intercepted. You can Stra- you can have a fail your rolls. You, yeah, exactly. You can fail your rolls. So you, you you can have quite a bad time. And considering I, I put twenty furies, th- three characters. And then all the space walls in reserves in both games. In both games, it's quite a risky way to play. But the Raven God have got a, a quite a tasty little warlord trait where you get reroll reserves, so you haven't got to take a Master Signal or a Damocles or an Explorator. So that's a good way of getting around that as well. And then with the Right of War, it gives you the ability. It, it gives it all the Raven God preferred enemy independent characters. But the whole idea was I've got those like I've got those fourteen recons with sniper rifles. So if there's a master of signal, they infiltrate. They should be able to get beads on a master of signal. And if it's dark, they ignore it because of the improviser. So they're threes to hit, twos on the sergeant, re-rolling ones, threes to wound, fours to wound because they're iron hands, re-rolling ones, um, but rending five plus. And I can hopefully get rid of the master signal before the deep strike assault arrives, which Spoiler <coughs> happened. So I did a couple of cheeky little plays. So Will had a, I think him and Ollie have played quite a lot on club nights. So he's he's picked up quite a lot of Ollie's little tasty little treats. Um, he's got a sea beam and he's got a, a sea beam pred which sits right at the back and a scorpius that sits right at the back. Um, so what I did oh, was his, I his put aids. My, he's picked up his aids. Correct. Yeah, and they've both got yeah, searchlights yeah. and all that horseshit. You know what I mean? So what I did was I gave him the old juicy bone, the old classic juicy bone. So I got my 10-man Laz Cannon team, clumped him up on a building, and kind of knowing, well, kind of hoping that there was like a good 80% chance that Will would be like, I outrange those Laz Cannons with the C-beam Pred. They're all clustered so I can get everything on a hit. The Master Signal should be alive so I don't scatter. Or what? Um, because it's dark. You just you 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 haven't got a reroll hits on your scatters, which is which is cool. The voxes just cancel them out. Um. So then, when he did in in his turn one, I used my advanced reaction, 
pops the whole squad down out of line of out of line of sight and negated the shooting. Um, and then in my turn one, killed the sniped out the Morita. Sorry, the Gravitat from the big big block of breaches, which was right, seven shots, six hits, four wounds, two rounds, two armor saves. Bush killed that little chud. Get the fuck out. Gave me uh, gave my dreads a bit of like breathing space, which was nice because um, he just he, he just killed a dread a turn. See you later. And then with the other recon team, managed to also snipe the Master Signal as well from the um, from the Rapier team that he was escorting. So I, I had a really good turn one. Um, and a really good Will's turn one in that he didn't do a lot of damage to me. The main things that got hurt were Dreadnoughts, which I was absolutely fine with, because that's kind of what they're there for. They're kind of like there to block and stuff and kind of be a bit more juicy bone. And then turn two, re- roll, rolled my reserves, pass on the Deep Strike Assault, pass on the um, Outflank Assault, on the Flanking Assault. Will had preemptively moved his... Uh, C-beam pred, he just ran it or, or jogged or cruised it 14 inches away from my outflank marker. I wasn't disordered, so yeah. I moved it six inches closer, which was kind of cool. And then I got, uh, and then having space walls that can run and charge with a character with a jump pack meant I could essentially slingshot that unit really far towards that C-beam pred and still be able to charge, which is great. Um, and then the 20 Dark Furies came down with all the characters and warlord and the chaplain went into two of the dreadnoughts and then the herald uh went into a pinned breacher team a pinned tactical squad and the remains of the rapier team so i didn't kill either in that turn i managed to stay in combat with both units but in will's next turn they then finished them off. So then in my turn three, they were free to move, join together and start hopping around. Um, Recon's Space Wolves charged the Predator, blew it up, explosion, killed four Recon Marines, pinned them. Damn it. Ush, um, ush. Classic. But at, at the start of turn three, it was all fine. I just rat, rat. Rally the Legion! So I rallied the Legion. They hopped up, went and charged the Scorpius. Bash! So they did really well that game. They did exactly what I wanted them to do. And one of the reasons why I've given them war gear, opposed to just taking a basic Telegatus and five basic guys. If I'm going to take something in a list, I want it to actually do something. I don't want to take a, a, a recon detachment solely for the reroll um, Cs and turn one. I want them to actually be engaging as well. And that meant I have... Six scoring as well, which I've learned in Cthonia is absolutely huge. Um, but yeah, um, and then the Furies uh, and then the Lascan teams blew up, blew up the Land Raider with Will's um, uh, Iron Father and Command Squad in, and then 10 Dark Furies with all the characters charged in and killed them all on the charge, which was fucking savage. It was like 50 attacks or whatever it was with hatred and precision strikes. I yeah, I precision strike the Iron Father out as well, which was uh, which was quite quite juicy. But it was a really really f- f- fun game. I think for me especially, everything went exactly as I kind of planned and and envisaged it to go. And I think to a degree, it might have been a bit, especially for Will. It's like fucking hell, what the fuck can I do? He's killed two characters turn one, 
He scored two Preds turn one. He scored he scored two points turn one. He then has to kill an elite or an HQ, but there aren't any HQs on the board, so he's got to kill those Dreads. But there's only two Dreads. I've done quite a good job at neutering the like stuff that can hurt the Dreads, so both survived. And it just kind of cascaded from there. But it was it was it was a really fun game. It was Will's an absolute gentleman to play. Um, I think he learned a lot as well, which is which is always good. Personally, I, I always learn best from my mistakes as well, and I think this might have been a similar situation. So I look forward to having a another game of him in the future, as he as he twists and worms and works out new ways to play and stuff. But it was really good. It was really fun. Yeah, mm. yeah. and it was just it was a lovely crowd. I don't know about you guys, but it was a lovely crowd as well. Because although it was an event, I kind of always thought it was more just like. Well, just like a gathering, do you know what I mean? Because um, it was at like Ollie's club, um, and Ollie just, I think, I, I don't know if tickets even kind of went on sale to the public. I think they were they were kind of all sold out to just people that go to the club and his like close like yeah. Closer I think friend. it was just um, yeah. I think it was just facilitated games, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. With, so you know, exactly, that wasn't yeah, to yeah. say that they, they definitely put the effort in Fucking to make it an event. Did, yeah, you know, the prizes yeah. and. All the rest of it, you know, were good and everything, but I think it was more just a, like a we're going to try and run an event. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it might have been to, to more as well, wasn't it? So it was like yeah. a, a yeah. soft launch. How do we like this? Yeah. Do I'm we want to run more events? In, and we run are, more events. Are we up for doing this on a larger scale? And mm-hmm. Will certainly was very keen. He's already talking about another one with more tables. So I think the next one will be closer to a more more traditional event should we say but it was really cool to, event, yeah, yeah. yeah it was really nice to see uh see some of the gang um like i sort of because um the three of us are in some of the the pompey group chats as well so it's nice to catch up with guys that you whatsapp a lot but very rarely see so yeah it was uh it was that particular it was i enjoyed it yeah, that's really good. pretty good but yeah game one magnificent game two who's up next uh, slide, slide. Hey, game two. Uh, yeah, go on, mate. Go on. So in game two, I also played well. Do you want to just check so we're still recording? I've been regularly doing a little one eighty to rotate, and we've currently recorded a whole forty-two minutes, and it's actually worked. So let's not get ahead of ourselves, though, just Shit in case. My dick. Should we also just take a, a moment to laugh at the fact that Wolverhampton Wanderers have just scored a ninety-fifth minute equaliser against Manchester United? <laughs> no, really. Oh, yeah, but fuck get off. fucked, mate. Oh, um, poor, poor Man United. I happen to sit opposite a lovely man called Swarren, who is a big United fan, and uh, yeah, there's going to be some great, some great fun in the office tomorrow. Anyway, M two on Sunday played the the same list Will just mentioned against powerful Will Wilkie. Um, and yeah, it was it was delightful. So turn one, I C beamed his C beam pred. I went first uh, and just <laughs> detonated it. Um, see you later. Um, did I C beam it or did I thanatar it? One of the two. It got murked immediately because if anything, if there's two things that don't mix, it's strength twelve and myrmidons. It's a bad combination. Um, uh, what else happened? 
Um, I think I deployed quite poorly in this mission. I should have put the Volkite Culverins on the same side as... Oh, so we were playing... The, this mission had... It was the one where you place an a objective in your opponent's deployment zone. They place yeah. one in yours, and then you basically run at each other. Um, Strike and fade, home and away. Yeah. Yes. So our objectives were... My one... One in my zone was... Fr- we were playing long ways... Um, so short edges were our deployment zone uh, were kind of my front left I put objective in Will's deployment zone like front and centre so I could just run the Myrmidons at it basically because it was a nice short distance for them to cover and then they I knew they'd be able to control that area I should have deployed the Myrmidon Destructors on the same side as the Volkite uh, with the Volkite Culverins on the same side as the objective so they could hammer his scoring early doors Whereas instead they kind of took a few pot shots and tried to charge some predators to kill them. Um, oh no, United have just scored. This is a bloody joke. I'm not going to be able to laugh at Swaran. <laughs> ah! um, so um, what else happened? Um, Will's three, his three contemptors kind of ran towards the objective. Sort of grabbed the shit out of one. Um, Chipped another one down to a couple of wounds and then charged the Cenobium into it and just decapitated it, which was fucking glorious. So I biomancied and then got up to toughness five and thought, I fancy this scrap, let's have it. Um, then well, my next turn, yeah. thought, great, I'll charge the bloody breaches. Yes, they've got melted guns, but they'll only be doing a wound to me. They won't be doubling me out because I'll biomance the shit out of myself. And because they're all characters, I can just bounce the wounds around, so it'll be fine. Um, and then I filed my biomancy and I was like, I'm stood here anyway. I'm going to get melted next turn. Okay, we'll just charge, forgetting, of course, the Iron Hands have Gorgon Spite and can just double overwatch you. So the, the, tough, the, <laughs> the Toughness Four squad consumed eight melter shots and just immediately proceeded to no longer exist. Um, so it was quite, that was quite oh funny. So that's a lesson learned, is that sometimes if you're trying to deny someone getting to an objective... Maybe don't charge the squad of melter guns and just stand in front of them because at least it means they won't be able to move past you. Um, of course, had I actually had I passed my leadership nine biomance test, it would have been very different because they would have got into combat and they would have butchered the whole fucking squad. But oh well, move. Um, other highlights of the game: the Myrmidon Secutors having a slug match with Will's com- Iron Father and command squad and they just beat the shit out of each other and then eventually the secutors finished them off um what else happened in this game the scorpius got murked by some deep striking thalax it just it it works i feel like the the odds of a thalax squad multi-melter blowing up a tank is actually quite low because you've got a hit then like penning it's not too much trouble <clears throat> no, I was hitting really with the twin linked, but then you've still got to roll a five or more to detonate it. But it's one of those things that happens every time, and it's so predictable. I I, know, I just get a feeling, and I know it's going to happen. Like, there's no way I don't roll a five or a six on this damage result. Um, so they dropped in, just nuked the Scorpius, boom, see you later. Um, the same thing happened actually in my game on Tuesday against Iron Hands at the club, where. Lone Thalax jumps into side arc of Spartan from about two inches away and just blows the whole thing to kingdom come. Um, that was fucking glorious as well. But anyway, back to the event we're actually talking about. Um, so, what did I learn from this game? I learned to be more careful with the Cenobiums. I have learned that Land Raiders 
are quite difficult to use because you've got to be aware of the chance of it blowing up with everything still inside it as well. They won't be... The Terminators obviously can't be Toughness 5 while they're inside the tank. So if it blows, it's probably going to hurt. Um, So yes, much was learnt. Um, The inducti across the the day with the Valkot charges did absolutely nothing. And as much as that, I think they're really cool. I just don't think they're as good as attack squads, to be honest. The extra shot is nice, but the loss of range does quite hurt them, actually, because then they're cl- too close to basically what you want to be shooting at, really. Um, 20 Volkite shots. Like, it's good, but it's not amazing. Losing Heart of the Legion hurts as well, even though I rarely remember it. It's um, nice to have it as available as an option when I do remember. Um, yeah. I thought they kept yeah. Heart but lost Fury. Oh, do they? Oh, no. Well, that completely validates my opinion, doesn't it? What a fucking idiot. Um, yes, no, I think you are right, actually, Will. What a doofus. What a doofus. I know you say that. I'm almost certain you're right. <sighs> Sometimes you just can't make it up. <clears throat> yeah. What a, what a fucking idiot. Um... Yeah, so I learned that biomancy is actually semi unreliable. What 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 are, do we have a do we know the statistics of rolling a nine or less? Do we know what the chances of that is? I don't bloody it's know. It's quite high. So um It's good odds. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's good odds to roll that. Yeah. Um, is there's there's only there's only what, one, two, three ways you can roll and a, oh, you, a ten, yeah, fuck, yeah, maybe. I don't know, but it's going to be like a twenty-six out of thirty-six. You're going to roll a what you want. Yeah, something so you're like unlikely to not get it. Yeah, it always happens it, when you. It was one of those things when you don't really want it to happen. You're like, please don't fail. Yeah, fuck, I failed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, when you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'll just cast it, see what happens. Oh look, I passed. Yeah, it's always one of them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like. In my game against Harry, I, I purposely didn't bring it up because it like literally rages me. But it's like, I'm leadership nine. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, and then yeah. Harry fucking gets just men, just mooks with shit jobs and like no health insurance and no military training and just fucking more criminals in Harry's case. Just, just fucking banditos in there for drugs crimes and not paying their council tax and stuff who who then shoot me an Astartes with a beanbag gun and I get concussed and I every time I play Harry I fail that fucking roll ugh horrible isn't so it shit. it's so funny though when it's it so shit and it, 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 he gets he's so happy that I get so triggered which is obviously fair because I was uh, triggered. Probably didn't even shoot the beanbag. Probably just threw one at you. Like, you yeah, go. yeah. And I still have a bag of sand, mate. Yeah. yeah, so shit. Anyway, yeah. sorry, Charles. You carry on. No, that was uh, that was that was some some good chat. Um, yeah, like it's 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 good, but it, it's not quite reliable as i was kind of hoping but i need that anyway i've passed passed i've tried to pass enough psychic checks in my in my time um so yeah takeaways from the game a great game will beat me um 
essentially could have scored 3vp in one turn for having both objectives capped but i didn't appreciate the two tax squads cowering behind the deceased land raider were in fact two squads and not one squad of like seven marines so i knew to bounce the because the phalanx can make a bounce move after they've shot so i knew there was a chance if i shot the volkite merms at them i'd kill all of them and miss that seven inches of movement um, whereas what I should have done is shot the Volkites at the squad of four between the Thalax and the objective, almost certainly would have killed them because I think the sergeant was dead anyway, um, and then bounced the Thalax by shooting the squad that wasn't in the way over, but I just misunderstood the situation. Yeah, yeah. So didn't get that bounce move, which meant they were like four inches away from the objective instead of in range to score it. So I think I ended up losing by two VP, which... Um, I lost by one, lost by two. It was very close, but I think that would have been enough to have. You know, I'd racked up enough VP that um, that it would have just about ended in a in a win. But it was still it was a lovely game. It was nice to meet Will properly, and uh, yeah, it actually got me quite excited to. I've been on a bit of a uh, fantasy extravaganza recently, but I've it was like oh, I am actually quite looking forward to finishing off these fantasy bits and then actually painting the troops choice so for the dark angels the last one so because i've been punishing myself by doing the boring shit first and i'm like yeah i'm looking forward to getting um getting back to them soon um so yeah excited to continue to expand the dark angels but if i want to go to the warhammer world fantasy event i need to actually have an army so gotta do that first yeah yes. there we go that was my game Eight. two and my takeaways uh Tom, were you, were you next? A little rotation. Yeah, so my game two, I played um, Ashley, um, Harry's friend and work partner, um, who you guys have met a couple of times, I think, and know quite well. I've never met him. Um, so um, was nice. He Again, he challenged me in the whole mechanics of this, um, this day, which was awesome. So um, I no idea what he was running. Was not interested in finding out because I like to keep these things just fun until you know the day. So he rocked up with a list that pretty much put me at, as far out of my comfort zone as it's possible to go. So he had word bearers, um, ten Ash and Circle, ten Galvorback with a chaplain, a couple of tactical squads. Um, Zardu Layak in a Spartan, and that was that just Zardu Blade Slaves in a Spartan in the backfield. Then he had a level one Psycho Librarian guy in one of the squads, and then he had some bound demons, which ended up being Samus and two units of three brutes. So between them and the Galvorback, lots of demonic or corrupted or whatever. Um, I had a librarian. And didn't really appreciate until I sort of badgered Will at, in turn three how good a librarian is against demons. Yeah, so, yeah, so first couple of turns was a bit of a struggle. So when we placed our objectives, um, he put his objective front and centre just so that he could get to it fast with bounding demons, basically. I put my objective on a flank of his where I thought, once I come down with Deep Strike, if I take that flank... He has to invest so much into getting back to it that he won't be able to. He won't basically the the idea being that he won't be able to 
just leave his demons to come and get my objective because they won't score. He'll have to bring something over. But even if he does, he's going to leave his home flank unsecured, basically. Yeah. So first first turn, I opened up everything onto him. I moved the two land raiders plus my two squads of tacticals behind the land raiders on the objective, scoring that, not a problem. Cerberus is back up. Dreadnought's on the flank. Everything shot. I didn't do a wound to him. Cerberus yeah. bounced off. Lamb Raiders bounced off. All the Derrida, uh, the Derridaos and the Leviathan bounced off. Nothing <laughs> hit. Um, so in his turn one, Ashley was able to basically just run everything at me. Didn't do too much. Made my Leviathan his first um, bounding target thing, whatever it's called. Sacrifice. Yeah. Um, turn two came along and my deep strike came down and pinned um, one tactical squad which was awesome but then didn't realise that he could intercept her with his action circle which are wall of flame, wall of fire when they, oh, yes. when they react so that was so good so he managed to get Ooh. so many hits onto my um, assault squad, my 15 man plus apothecary plus Zephon assault squad. And he killed seven on interceptor, mm-hmm. um, which was just, I was like, Oh my God, I'm fucked. So I managed to shoot the Ashen circle with quite a lot of stuff. He then overwatched, uh, sorry. He then like returned fire, um, with the, sh- with the Ashen circle and did me again. Oh, oh fuck, no. You know, get, can't get around it and then well, I have to do them in combat there's like six of them left I've got to do them in combat so I had to charge in he wall of flamed me again um, luckily he did I think he did like he did a load of wounds and I saved all of them on my sergeant on the overwatch Ooh. so thank fuck for that um, but I managed to wipe yeah wipe the ashen circle um, one of his tactical squads was pinned the other one was um, next up on the chopping block Cerberus managed to pop the Spartan protecting Zardu Layak, um, who, who Ooh, got that's out. Tasty, yeah, yeah. Um, didn't do anything. To, uh, took a few pot shots off Samus, but didn't do anything too much to him. Um, and the Gal Vorback, all of my three dreadnoughts opened up on the Gal Vorback, killed two. Yeah. Ashley's turn two. The Gal Vorback sprinted forward and murdered my Leviathan in close combat. Got a sacrifice. Mm buffed themselves with the with the boon. Zardu Layak um well, basically just defended himself you know put himself in a defensive position. The unit that I'd pinned was still pinned until the end of Ashley's turn so couldn't do anything but the other tactical squad opened up on my assault squad, murdered a few more of them. So I was down to about five maybe plus Zephon. Um the demons came bounding over, Samus came bounding over, Samus was Four inches away from my Leviath, uh, so, so, sorry, from my Lamb Raider. Um, going into turn three, I thought the only thing I could do now is damage mitigation. I thought this game's already over. I've got so few models, and I, I just can't deal with six brutes and Samus, but with twenty tactical marines. So I got ten tactical marines out of the Lamb Raider, and put a volley into Samus, brought him down to one wound remaining charged in um, to to take Samus's charge bonuses away from him 
knew that Samus would rip four in half, but that's all he could do, which he yeah. did, ripped four in half. And then my guys failed to hit Samus, <clears throat> failed to oh, wound. Oh, no. So couldn't couldn't do that last wound. Oh, excuse me, sorry, it's half ten. Um, <laughs> couldn't do that last wound and then got swept up by Samus, um, which was that's so him. annoying. Was yeah, was really gutting. Um, Harry also swept my assault squad in. Um, that was a tactical squad, but Harry also managed to sweep my assault squad in game one. And I remember thinking that the old world community are complaining about this, the new flea mechanics. But actually, sweeping advance is such a such a feel bad. Um, I sort of hadn't really realised how how bad it's. It's a good when you do it. You feel good when you do it, but. The other way round, man. It's such a feel bad. So, um, lose yeah, a couple of guys and have a whole just, unit killed. It's just soul destroying. It's yeah, shit. Yeah. It's dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really shit. So, um, that was pretty shit. So, lost my tactical squad. That was really annoying. Over on the other flank, the Dawnbreakers charged into the tactical squad that were unpinned, um, murdered them to a man. Um, opened up with grenade launchers. Tried to pin them. Didn't pin them. The Dawnbreakers are just fucking phenomenal, boys. They're just so good. Yeah, they're insane, aren't um, they? Yeah. yeah, they're really just one of the best units in the game, really. Um, the Assault Squad, pretty good. Managed to use um, my advance reaction in Ashley's previous turn where he shot me with some bolt pistols and I said, okay, cool, I'll, I'll hide behind the bushes while you shoot me and then I'm just going to charge you. <laughs> So he shot me, charged in, drawn combat, but he wins drawn drawn combat. Um, oh, yeah, he does, tried, doesn't he? That's his legion rule, yeah. So, yeah, then tried to sweep me. Um, and I was like, if, you are, if I lose Zephon and the assault marines in a second sweep, I'm leaving. Um, but didn't manage to sweep me, so that was okay. Um, but th- uh, this was the point where I spoke to you and said... Mm, you know, what's how good are librarians against demons? Because they're in my face now. And you said, oh, they've got an instant death fucking shooting attack if you use force. And, you know, he can use the biomancy power in close combat. And I, oh, and you were like, also, your Cerberus has been shooting the, lab, the Spartan, but Cerberus is a strength 10. Brutes are only strength 5. Oh, Tom is still playing 5th edition demons where demons have all got to turn a warrior oh okay so then ashley this is unfortunate thing for ashley because i think ashley was having a very good game up until this point because it was quite swingy but he was definitely in control at that point ashley was no longer in control um zadu layak um zadu layak swept my Dawnbreakers, um which was a feel bad not good with my chaplain um which was, that was really annoying. But my assault squad managed to, um, Zephon managed to hoover up on us, uh, the Zephon, uh, sorry, the, the Zadu Layak and the tactical squad that was nearby. So the only thing that was left was, I think, three or four Marines somewhere. Um, irrelevant. So I'd got onto my objective on Ashley's deployment zone. So suddenly for two turns in a row, I scored three points. And that point, the score was unassailable. Ashley knew it was unassailable, inassailable, however. So I think it was eight to two. 
Yeah, it was it was eight to two. But then Ashley was like, okay, well now we're just playing to see what happens. So his Gal Vorbach one turn munched my Leviathan, got a boon, put it on themselves. Next turn munched a Derodeo, put the boon on Zardu Layak. And the next turn munched my other Derodeo, put the boon on themselves. So they were just bananas by this point. Gal Vorbach are just bananas anyway. But they, these were Super Saiyans by this point. And they came round, they were right in the back of my deployment zone where they just leapfrogged from charging and consolidating. And they were at the back of my two land raiders that were on my home objective with my ten, last 10 man and librarian. And the librarian reached over the wreckage of the land raider and fucking pew, 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 missile shot with his fucking mind bullets. A unit of three brutes disappeared. Literally, fuck you. Yeah, you're fucking dead. Oh, yeah, it was delicious. Like, oh, I've got. These. You never see like, that happen yes, as well. It's so rare. Something it was just, is. It was literally perfect just perfect as that. Like, dead. Takes place. It was so good. The Cerberus turned round. Bop. The other three unit of bane, of brutes. You're fucking dead. So that was six brutes dead in two shooting attacks. Fuck you. Um, a las cannon on one of the land raiders popped the final wound on Samus. Pop. Fuck you. You're dead as well. So he lost all his demons in one shooting phase, which was pretty... That must have been a feel-bad for Ashley. Um, so I thought, oh, that's really harsh. Next turn, turn round, Gal Vorbach. Fuck you, you're fucking dead. Fuck you. You're still toughness five, you little slags. Bosh. So I was using my mind bullets. Bosh another three. Instant death to some Gal Vorbach with my librarian. Cerberus turned round, pivoted on the spot. Bosh. Bosh another three, Gal Vorbach. Fuck you in the face. And then um, I was like, well, I'm going to charge you with my librarian because my librarian's fucking shit hot. I mean, he's gone Super Saiyan Mark Three at this point. Like, there's no point you even trying. Um, <laughs> he's been in the fucking time my... chamber. <laughs> he's, been in, he's been in the hyperbolic time chamber. He's leveled up. He's ascended Saiyan. He's had a Senzu bean. He's good to go. Um, but the rest <laughs> of my Lam... <laughs> the, the rest of my Lam Raider Laz Cannons finished off um, yeah, I think he took a... I shot him with a Laz Cannon, and then he said, I'm going to take this on my Chaplain's Invun. And I, uh, okay. Failed. And I was like, well, he's dead. And he was like, oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? And I, just, so I was like, did you want to do that? And he was like, yeah, whatever. So it was a pretty swingy game, but I was in charging points. The melee between, like, Zephon and Zardu Layak was pretty touch and go. I had to retreat and, like you know, take cover one turn. Zardu Layak had to get snipped up in close combat. But I let all the demons come to me, the, the, the six brutes, Samus and the Gal Vorbach, they munched through so much to get to my backfield. And then my librarian just stood there like Gandalf and was like, you shall not fucking pass. Bosh. Murdered all of them. And he, the librarian will never leave my list. Now. Ever. I didn't need to use Biomancy once all weekend. See, I... I could have done that in my first game, thinking about it. I forgot that just the base power... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The force. Oh, what a no. fucking idiot. Derek Lightning, six. yeah. New Overwatch with that. Yes. Yeah, man, it's a fucking shooting attack. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah, right, Neil, next time we off. throw down, prepare to get fucking wrecked, son. Because I will remember some of the rules available. Get done. It was just. I meant to see, you also have your four sword as you're like strength and AP fucking 
Strength 10 rending 4 plus flaming sword as well that just yeah. murders demons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But rending didn't need 4 it. plus. Is this some kind of magic yeah, item? Yeah. Well, it, it's everyone just takes biomancy for the plus one strength, plus one toughness, but it's also got a combat weapon as well. So, which is Shit, strength yeah. 10. The combat weapon re- is rending 4 plus. Yeah. And it is good, insane. but. It's irrelevant when all the models are dead. Doesn't even matter, Tom, does it? They've all just been blinked out. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Because they were all just blinked out of existence. Yeah, it was like, bye, fuck you. You know, like, we're going to keep to dragon. There ain't no big dragon here to to bring them all all back, is there? No, there's no Shemron, right? So if if we're going to carry on using Dragon Ball Z metaphors, you know how, like, when Freezer returns and then like straight after they've dealt with him and everyone's like, oh my God. And then Trunks turns up and just does him with the sword in one go. And everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? He's just one shot freezer. We've just spent 60 episodes doing it. And then it's literally just like, yeah, well, I'm just a mega fucking mega baller. That's literally what my librarian was. Librarian Trunks just took out the Z sword and fucking did him. It's what's What's this program? Oh, my oh God, don't, Charles! Don't start with me. Don't, with me, don't, don't even bother, bro. <laughs> but, okay, now it's too emotional. Um, so, so that was it. that was an awesome, awesome um, game to play. I did feel a bit bad in for Ashley because I was definitely feeling the tired. I'd done a, like a fifty-five hour work week before. Um, I'd definitely done the tired. I'd had like I know it, you shouldn't take it to the table, but I'd had like little you know to do with my wife in the lunch break and i knew that trains home were going to be shit because laura couldn't pick me up and all these sorts of things just meant that going into game two the last thing i wanted to do was play heresy if i'm honest i didn't i I wanted to sit with everyone and just have a beer or a cup of tea or another salmon bagel and just sort of just talk just hang out with the friends um it was nice to play Ashley. It was nice to, to, to meet him properly and play a game. And I really, you know, in retrospect, I really sh- wish I'd paid more attention to just playing the game with Ashley and giving him the best possible opportunity to play a game. Cause obviously he's traveled a long way to play in this event. So it's pretty trash of me to just be like, I'm tired. I'm just going to walk off and speak to Ollie and I'm going to walk off and speak to Mike and stuff like that while, while he's moving and deploying and stuff. Like, it's not very engaging. So, you know, I did say to him, like, I'm sorry if that was a bit shit. And, you know, he was very gentlemanly and was like, no, no, not at all, blah, 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 blah. But, you, you know, you can always tell. And um, Ashley's you know, so, I think that's so something... bloody lovely. Yeah, really nice. Well, the nicest so people about. I really think... I really think it's something that in the future I've got to work on because I'm a, I'm a wanderer anyway. So it's something I've got to work on, but especially just like not coming across as disinterested just because I can't be asked or I'm tired or whatever. That's not a good enough excuse. So, um, super, super fun to play. Really enjoy playing Ashley. Um, some of the takeaways, if we're going to use some Giles level takeaways is that the librarian is bananas. He's so good. Um, the Cerberus is good when you've got some traditional 2.0 threats. So in the other games I've played, I've not had traditional 2.0 threats. So the Cerberus gets targeted pretty quickly. But when you've got a Leviathan, when you've got a Plasma Dreadnought, uh, sorry, Plasma Derideo, the the 
the Cerberus just gets left in the dust because no one wants to shoot at it, which is awesome. Because then, I mean, I don't think my Cerberus took a whole point all weekend. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. No, no one shot it. No one shot it. Harry tried to shoot it once, I think, and failed. Um, no one shot it. So it didn't take a single wound. Um, it was awesome. Nice. It did Beautiful. really well. The librarian did really well. Perfect. Yeah. Gile, uh, sorry, uh, Will? Yeah, so... Oh, that sounded amazing, that did. So, game two, played uh, lovely Neil, which was awesome. So this was his Demons. Um, he had a pretty tasty list, actually. Looking back on Demons now, they're no slouches, albeit they only play in one, one real, like, two phases of the game, I suppose. So they haven't got any... You. And then they try yeah, and fight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't got any shooting output unless you take I don't even know. You could probably take I'm sure there's they can something. Take an to up, take, there's, they can take an upgrade that's like a isn't it like strength like six armor bane right? or something. Yeah, something like that. But whatever like that. it is. But his are just kitted out to be run at you turn one, get in combat turn two, munch you up, have some fun. Delicious. Or they run out of um, toughness six. Exactly. And he's got the yeah, etheric dominion where they get move through cover, which is amazing if you're just running at the opponent, of course. And you only take one wound to like perils of the warp. So if you fail a morale check, it's just one V uh, one rather than D three, which could be huge. Um, so I won the, uh, with, with a reroll, I won the roll off to go first and deployed okay. first. And then he deployed and then I infiltrated and then I put my Dark Furies in Deep Strike because we're playing home and away. He put his objective on one side of the board on my deploy on the deployment line. I put mine in the far in the far side corner, but visible to all of my shooting. So if he's on it, I could shoot someone on it. The whole plan here was I'll just each of us will score a point turn one, and then turn two, I'll send the a. I send the Space Wolves and a single squad of t- t- spoilers to fight his scoring and take the objective because he 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 had a unit of swarms and two units of lesser demons. So I felt my chances that th- that amount of Legion of Sartes could deal with the pesky demonhood. So then turn one, mm-hmm. my, my only objective was was kill an HQ of which he had two sovereigns in Cabanda. Because I needed to get the, the two points for Cthonia. I especially need, well, wanted to kill his warlord because then it'd be four points because of decapitation strike. The demon warlord with his warlord trait can charge like 28 inches as well, which is fucking insane. Can just run and charge 28 inches minimum. So you've got to be quite ca- careful about that, I think. Um, but 10 Laz cannons that you can't shroud against, just can't shroud against 12. Sniper rifles that you can't shroud against, and then eight melter shots from the dreadnoughts was enough to bring down the beast. Four points, turn one, five points because I scored an mm, objective. Shit. So, end of turn one, it was five one to the Raven Guard. Um, I think in Cthonia, it's a problem. Probably four demons in general is that it's really hard for them to get an elite or an HQ turn one because they haven't got any shooting generally speaking mm. so yeah that's true they kind of rely yeah they kind of rely on the opponent to push forward that they can get charged um like a dreadnought or something like that or like an infiltrating unit 
So I, I, I was quite wary about that in that I could probably get four points up on this without any sort of return on points, and that should be enough. Even if I can't hold the objective as best as I could, I could probably ride that out until turn three or four, do you know what I mean? So, mm. amazing turn one. Um, turn two, uh, the deep striker, deep striker Assault arrived, uh, but the... Um, sub, but the outflanking assault did not it failed so that was fucking annoying so what I ended up doing which is one of the major reasons why I've taken a herald is I put the herald unit down first so that if so that if the deep strike assault gets disordered the subsequent ones can go elsewhere but the first one the herald unit of furies which is scoring was where I wanted them to be so they came down um, near the objective, planning to charge the uh, 10 or 11 lesser demons on the objective, m- murder them, and then score the objective. And then the other ones can go and fight what they want to fight. Um, they were disordered. Neil then put them in front of his entire line. But I managed to get them in a good position to still charge um, a squad of the Brutes. They did quite well. They killed seven of the Brutes. Um, it's just It's just... Wow, sh- that's a lot. Just like a million attacks that are fours or fives to hit, but with re-rolls, and then fives to wound with re-rolls, and tons of attacks, did quite well. Uh, I lost two sergeants, which was I rolled quite well on Fiona Pains and two up armor saves, because they're brutal. They've got brutal two on their attacks, which is pretty crazy. And then the Dark Furies charged the ten lessers on the objective. Uh, lovely Mike was sitting next to us, so I got Mike to roll it for us. He killed all but one. One left. A double one to pass your leadership check or the demon dies. And he was like, looks me in the eye, rolls it, double one. Fuck! So didn't score three objectives turn two. It was really annoying. I only scored one point. I was like, fuck. Um, Just didn't let Mike roll it. Simple as, but had to be nice. He was sitting there watching, so I was like, go on. Then he corrected me on my fucking spatial shoulder pads, which I still think's bullshit, but I'll never live that down. What's wrong with them? Apparently the... Oh my God. They are... They are, Will. They just are. They're not. They're not, but everyone says they are, so it's fine. Do you know what I mean? So then... He's put the chapter... He's put the chapter pad on the wrong shoulder. I haven't, though, because... Yeah, but, like, on the Mark 6, you always have the studded shoulder on the left shoulder. So, it's not, is it? It's fine. Anyway, that'll be an ongoing joke that will get flogged until the end of time. Um, And then it was just a kind of like an, an, an attritional base game where he was close enough that anything he charged, he'd probably kill, except the Dark Furies. But he didn't want to push back to go and deal with the 10 Dark Furies on his home objective. So he needed to push onto Moscow and deal with what was forward. So he had the rats and the beasts and the birds and the brutes, and they uh, charged a dreadnought, killed a dreadnought, charged a recon team, killed a recon team. The standout unit of the whole game was my 10-man despoiler squad with an apothecary that was holding my my objective, um, which got charged turn got charged turn two by... I think it was the rats or the beasts. They ended up winning combat um, just through way of attacks. Mainly the the four plus Furno Pain from Heart of the Legion. That was massive. Um, and then um, yeah. they managed to kill them off. And then a big like 
six big more rat beasts came in, but they were only tough as four at that point, so they won that combat again. So I think that they spent five or six rounds of of the game in combat. They, I think they only lost two, but killed about 12, which was fucking insane. Dumb. Mainly because of the four-up feeling of pain. Um, and then we just rolled a lot of dice repeatedly. So he has a lot of dice when he charges and with all the stuff. So he rolls like 50 dice. I roll 50 dice from the Dark Furies and then I roll it again from the other squad. And we just spent two or three turns just rolling a lot of dice at each other. We had a lovely chat. About halfway through the game, we went down to the shop because the bar was closed. Got a Lucasade. Had a bit of chocolate. Yada, yada, yada. It was just... It was... I think the annoying thing about Decapitation Strike, which is why I think it, it could be going on the whole Headhunter Leviathan Pipe level, which in Chthonia, if you play it very well and get those two points for killing an HQ or an Elite Turn 1 and the two points for killing an enemy Warlord early in the game, that's like four points that are pretty unassailable to get back. Which kind yeah. of makes it a bit of a... Well, unless you really fuck up, the game's kind of over. Do you know what I mean? Um, and because you kind of want it to be dark and you want snipers and you want you, you want to be playing to the whole theme and the whole lore of this Rite of War and this Legion, it can, in tow, make it a, quite a negative play experience but nonetheless I think the pair of us had a marvellous game it, it was good because Neil and I played at the first event of 2.0 that th- th- they ran which I think was in the first week or fortnight of when second edition was released they ran it down in mm. Bournemouth and we played last game and we, we and we haven't played since but we've seen each other like 10 times you know what I mean so it was um it was really nice to to play and hang out and just and just and just have a lovely time. It was great, yeah. So it was two wins to the Raven God in the end, which was a pretty, pretty, pretty good outing, and it's made me feel a bit better about playing them, um, and a bit more confident about how to play with them. So it's good. I'll tell you who else went two for two? This oh, guy. bashed it, didn't he? Bash. That's the first time ever, mate. So we've had Tom go two for two on regular occasion. Yes, I went zero for two, which I think is also the first time that's happened, but mostly only because one day has used to be three games, so it's difficult to go zero for two in a three-game day. Um, mm. And then we'll just ignore Will because he is, like Thanos, inevitable. So, yeah, a little mix-up there when it comes to the results. That's good, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was lovely, though. I was, I was just I was very happy a- with it. Just want to give a shout out to Ollie and Will for putting on such a lovely spread as well. I felt really, felt really comfortable with everybody in that room the whole time, um, and everyone was very welcoming. Well, yeah, ex- the price support was exceptional as well, and it was fucking yeah, funny yeah. that Josh got yeah. more jet bikes. Oh, that was the best yes, bit of that whole thing. Wasn't it was it? funny. The, the 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 thing that sets that as a games day apart from everything else, the price support is amazing. It it like proper glassware. For four people, two best sports, I think, and two best armies or whatever it was. Like, what? Yeah, loyalist and traitor awesome. for, for, for each. Yeah. It was five. The, it, the, the thing that. Mm. Five, yes, you're correct. Yeah. yeah. The, um, but anyway, yeah. the thing that I appreciated most was that obviously I'd rushed some of my Blood Angels to get it even finished for the event, but some of my Blood Angels have had, you know, proper blood, sweat, and tears poured into them. And at the end of all that, 
Ollie and Mike both came over and said, look, we really spent a lot of time looking at your army. We spent a lot of time looking at Jonas's new Dark Angels. We've spent a lot of time looking at Andy Kirk's blood, uh, custodies over the years. Same with Josh's White Scars. You know, we've had a lot more time with them. And they both just sat me down in different ways and just said, look, here's some genuine feedback about your Blood Angels. Here's, here's what's amazing and you need to carry on doing that. Here's what's lacking and here's how you do it better. And if it weren't for that feedback, I, I wouldn't be sitting here on the podcast going back over Assault Marines to make them look tip-top or, or as tip-top as I can with how slapdash I made them before. You know, I'm, I'm holding my fifth completed one in my hand and it's very good. I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's great. I, I'm really happy with it and I would be happy to, to field that. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that if I didn't get that feedback from painters who I know, like, and trust who, ha- who, who took the time in their lunch break to really think about the army that they were going to give the best painter to. And they really undenied about it. And, you know, I, th- I can't remember who they, who it went to in the end, Harry won best traitor peer voted for the, um, for the planes and the militia and stuff. Um, Andy Kirk won for the custodies, I think. Um, so it was really nice to know that I was even in the conversation of your Josh's and your Andy's and you know, Jonas's new dark angels are a thing to behold as well. Jars, your, your dark angels are gorgeous as well. Um, very kind, I'll definitely say, I'll, I will definitely say, I think you both agree with me. The loyalists almost to a man were fucking fantastic, but there were yeah, very really few good. outstanding traitors. I can't Interesting. remember what armies were even there, to be honest. Yeah, I we mean, love hot takes. So... Yeah, it wasn't. It, it's not a dig to anyone there because everyone, everyone was a good standard. There were some nice Empress children, and all the rest of it. The demons were the two best armies for me, traitors. Um, but normally, what you're used to, like a Rob Medwell or a, like an Ollie's World Eaters, which were playing but weren't up for judging, or like a Rumham or something. But um, or John Askham's Iron Warriors or something, but yeah, there's 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 a real niche I think for a real a new really nice traitor army to hit the scene. I think that's my hot take at eleven o'clock, which is um, the 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 wild call of my bed. <laughs> Just you wait until I paint a Luther, Tom. You wait until I paint a Course Wayne, you snag. <laughs> I've not got. No, I've, I'm I've repainting Course Wayne chat and eat deep. D3 chat but yeah. I've not got to that but yeah, yeah I've barely got to the bit where Gilliman's like this is literally the first bit Gilliman's on a spaceship one of his sar- yeah, sergeants has been patronising yeah. yeah and the sergeant's been patronising to a tetrarch and I'm like just fucking behead the cunt mate you can't be saying you it's can't be back, you can't be allowing back chat like that I don't give a shit like send that mook back to fucking typewriting duties Gilliman's nan you can't be chatting back to a tetrarch like that and I think he's a bit of a <laughs> bit of a nan. pussy for quite frankly accepting that like if someone walked up to you and was that rude to your face nah you got a backslap you cannot that's why you're not an ultramarine Giles no you can't even though you are set... saved as ultramarine Giles in my phone right you've got to look at these you're... things and think what would Mikel Arteta do he'd say these are the fogging standards the standards and <laughs> and how is they, and how are they doing right now how are their standards right now right Third. since since the return from the winter break who wins eight no, goals no, no, scored no 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 that's not why I asked, beat, is it 
What's the standing get, at the table? Liverpool are going to get ducked on Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. We'll be two points off top, mate. That's all you need to know, my friend. Ah, you need to know. Bring it down. Anyway, um, right. I think what I think. Oh, we'll do you have any closing comments? Um, no, no, nah. nah, I'm all good. Yeah, except that end of the death <laughs> is dead to me. But that's it. That's fine. Yeah. That's a story for yeah, another yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we any move. Closing yeah. comments. Um, I'm really enjoying the audio book. I am eight hours in. I think, and I think Ooh, it's a big commitment. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I think it is not as good as Saturnine yet, but apart from Saturnine, it's the best Siege book so far. That's high wow. praise. Big That's high praise. Yeah, big Tristan statement. finished listening the other day, so I'm now sponging on him at his Amazon to listen to it. So I'm about half an hour in, um, and I look forward it's to really the next good. time really Gilliman turns to a sergeant and says, "These are the fogging standards." You have to have something that sticks. You have to have something that's monumental. When you walk out on stage, it has to be monumental. Jiggle, jiggle. Can you remember any of the rap that you did? My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For sure. It makes me want to dribble, dribble. You know, riding in my fear. You really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact. No slack. But luckily the seats go back. I got an actor relaxed in my mind. Sipping some red, red wine. I sit bruised from chalices, holding my palaces Crib is so cramped, you suck a supper from paralysis Rhymes, I ride them in the castle You try to diss me and pretty soon your arse all squat on the cell Cause I can tell you it's illegal Treason, that's the reason I'm real You'll do time for the crime of less majesty I'd the police cause they can't arrest me My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds I'd like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure It makes me wanna dribble dribble, you know Riding in my fear, you really have to see it Six feet two in a compact, no slack But luckily the seats go back I got an actor relaxed in my mind Sipping some red, red wine See you wiggle, it makes me dribble.